Dark Fringe Radio, your premier source for the paranormal, conspiracy theory and true crime. Coming to you live from the Mistopheles Studios, it's Dark Fringe Radio. Hey guys, this is uh, Will Martinez, and thank you for joining us on another edition of Dark Fringe Radio. I'm your host, of course, and my co-host, Jay Galosi, with me, as always. How are you, Jay? How's it going, brother? Fantastic. How are you? Fantastic. Man, it's good, man. Uh, we just had a full moon a couple days ago. That thing's beautiful. I don't know if you've taken a look at that, man. Fucking gorgeous out there. But um, yeah, man, everything's good, man. Can't complain. Um, you know doing my thing but um anyways uh we're gonna get into a, a new episode here of dark french radio episode 111 uh so uh thanks guys for uh, keeping it going with us here and just want to remind everybody how you can listen to the podcast real simple just go to our website darkfringeradio.com make sure you just go there check it out and uh, make sure you subscribe uh make sure you go ahead into uh, our youtube as well subscribe as well there and uh, all our episodes are on our website um, it also connects you to the latest episode of the bottom to our YouTube. So you can see everything that we're doing on a, a constant basis and most recent basis right there. Just go to darkfringeradio.com. And of course, um, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram, Dark Fringe Radio. So make sure you check us out there. So um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's where you guys uh, can check us out. Make sure, please do that. And uh, don't forget to support the show any way you can. So we really appreciate that. And also our Facebook, if you can, uh, we are giving away small uh, little gift bags to anybody that gives us a review. So if you go to our page at Dark Fringe Radio on Facebook, uh, you know, give us a little review. We'll send you out a little care package. So uh, a little swag, a little merchandise here from Dark Fringe Radio. So you enjoy that. And uh, that's it. So that's it for the intro, Jay. I wanted to uh, jump in headfirst tonight. Um, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, a lot of stuff that's been happening here in the last couple of weeks here and uh, a lot of relevant stuff to, you know, what we talk about here on the podcast as well. But uh, I wanted to get it right into dark fringe news, everybody. So uh, right into it. Head first, Jay. Uh, one of the first things I wanted to talk about was um, so the devil's tree. Remember that, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> Do you recall that why? at all? Why? Why? Why are you bringing that shit up? <laughs> yeah right? well it's you're, you're, yeah you're like you're like a dog you're digging shit up doesn't need to be yeah 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 start just digging and digging right yeah well listen um if you guys don't recall um we did an investigation on our 100th episode uh jay and i and we actually went out to the devil's tree and if you guys haven't checked out this episode i highly implore you guys to go ahead and check this out uh, it's one of the best episodes we've ever done. It was an actual uh, investigation that Jay and I did at a tree where a um, serial killer, who was also a cop, uh, decided to um, kill actually now three women at this particular tree. Why I say now three? Because Jay, just as recent as a few weeks ago, Riviera Beach, Florida, which is not very far from us here, Jay, of course, in the same uh, Palm Beach County area. Uh, skeletal remains found in Florida mangrove swamp in 1974 have been identified as a missing teen. And authorities uh, surmise that they have been followed to a victim of a serial killer who authorities once said made Ted Bundy look like a Boy Scout. And who we're talking about here is John Gerard Schaefer. If you guys haven't uh, heard the story, I, again, 
I implore you guys to check out our episode um, 100 on YouTube. I mean, we gave a pretty damn good uh, documentary, mini documentary almost, on uh, this whole situation where this cop ended up being an actual serial killer. And this happened in the uh, early to mid 70s. And um, it was a pretty crazy case here, Jay. And me and Jay actually went out there, had an investigation. We took uh, some EVPs and we had some pretty crazy stuff that happened out there, huh, Jay? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, EVP readers suddenly spiking and then shutting off and not turning back on. Uh, yeah. You know, just a weird presence. There was that whole branch that I kept ending up underneath. Yeah. yeah and good the- times. Good time. <laughs> yeah, Jay's not real uh, particularly fond of uh, investigating, and that's actually kind of a good thing because you want to have a person there that has that energy. Um, you don't want everybody doing this, you know, having the same vibe. So I always love to have Jay with me because he's just like on like pins and needles, right? And awesome. yeah, he kept a uh, yeah, <laughs> but I assure him he was completely Blessed safe. Be thy name. Yeah, no, no, he was completely safe. We were all safe. Nothing happened. Nothing followed us home. I made sure of that everything was good. Um, but. Uh, all in all, we caught some pretty crazy uh, EVPs there. Um, <laughs> Sounds. But yeah, some crazy stuff. Uh, I think at one point I asked, you know, the presence that was there, you know, why did you do what you did to those women? And then, what, five seconds later, something came over and said I made a mistake. Uh, I'm, so, yeah, I'm uh, pretty sure you were. I'm pretty sure you were cursing it out. Yeah, I was actually being very, uh, yeah, I was being aggressive because um, because of the nature of this person, uh, the spirit. The spirit was not a good spirit anyway, and I wasn't afraid to, to clash with it. So especially who kills somebody who kills women. So anyways, long story short, uh, Jay, now there is a um, a new victim that has been identified. Uh, Susan Gail Poole was 15 when her family reported her missing from the Broward County Trailer Park just before Christmas in 1972. Uh, nobody knew where she went, and um, her clothes and her pocketbook were still at her friend's apartment where she was staying at. So uh, at the time, Poole's family um, and friends did not know if she had left on her own accord or she had left, you know, something bad happened. Nobody knew what happened. Um, she was a hitchhiker, and that's actually one of the attributes that uh, John Gerard Schaefer um, uh, exploited. Um, basically, he was one of those guys who would pick up hitchhikers and oppose. Of course, he was a cop. He wasn't even posing. He was a real cop. And, um, you know take them out in the middle of nowhere and do have his way with them and kill them eventually. So, yeah. So now we have this new victim here, Jay, that uh, 48 years later, they have identified this lady as a victim of John Gerard Schaefer. Um, And uh, it's just, it seems like this guy was a lot more prolific than we originally thought. Oh, well, apparently. uh, Yeah. But Hey, spoiler alert. He's a piece of shit. (laughs) <laughs> and he's dead so yeah yeah and uh he was killed by another right. inmate and we went to the to the tree that you cannot burn nor cut down uh yes you yelled at yes. you yelled at a ghost there was all kinds of crazy shit that happened i was there <laughs> i'm a member oh uh, yeah yeah we got to go back during the dark though jay it was like dusk it was like almost dark it wasn't dark yet but you know how weird it was right jay when we were in there like there was no animal sounds it was so no, like it was, it was- Far too fucking quiet. It was super no, quiet, you're not right? Dragging me back there at night. You're out of your fucking mind, <laughs> dude. We got to go back at night, bro. Especially now that there's a third victim. Now we gotta we gotta entice this thing even more. See what else we can get. Oh yeah, super duper, my <laughs> fellow pooper. Let's just go right out there and 
get right in the mix of it. Oh, oh yeah. Right, no, right, you're no. not ready for that, Jay. No, no, you're not ready for that smoke, huh? Okay. No. Well, listen. No, no. Um, all this, all no. this was. Hey, uh... hey, let me just let me just <laughs> go ahead, some go ahead. shit up. Let me just clear some, just so you guys know, it's not because I'm afraid of so many things. It's not because I'm afraid of a lot of things. I have had some really crazy fucking experiences. I have had unwarranted yeah. experiences. I don't want to go out somewhere and tempt the fate with some kind of weird third eye I might have that I don't know I have, but I want to know I have it. So I just try to not wipe that eye off. If I and you can't do it. anything against it. <laughs> you can't oh, punch apparently it. Apparently not. No, I just stand there. Yeah. Yeah. Stay like you can't. You can't double leg take down a goat. It doesn't work. No, you can't. It doesn't work. Yeah, yeah you go right through face. it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, listen. This is all due, of course, uh, to part of uh, DNA DNA uh, evidence and. Uh, that was left, of course, there were just bones that were left at the scene of the crimes, but they were able to link the DNA and evidence uh, into a lab and link the, the two together. And it's just amazing, Jay, that um, that this guy still has uh, victims to this day. And I'm sure there's more. I, there's got to be more than just three. There's it just seems to me that like a guy that just more. doesn't do that once or twice. You know what I'm saying? No. And, and really, usually you'll see in a pattern that they tend to get caught when they tend to get sloppy and they tend to start to get a little too comfortable in their pattern. And, and now they've got it down pat, but because they're, they're going more through the motions, it's not as Mm -hmm. detailed. And, and that's what happened to him. And that's what happened to a lot of them is Mm -hmm. they get sloppy and they get caught. Right. So what we've gotten so far was him being sloppy, allowing the girls to escape, get away. Right. Ends up at uh, the police station where he actually was at. Right. <laughs> Which is fucked up, right? That's like a twisted luck. serial killer movie. Right. Well, it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where the whole right? town is like, yeah, yeah. Yep. She, she thinks she gets to the gas station for help. And what ends up happening? Well, Army Navy busts out her boyfriend's teeth. <laughs> and takes her away back to the house again. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, it's uh it's a harrowing tale, man. And um, you know, I just uh I hope there's no more victims, but I have a, a some guttural feeling that there may be more out there. Yeah, it's just because of the way this guy was. And I think he just got sloppy eventually, like what Jay said, like what you said, Jay. I mean, I uh, he just, you know, eventually that's what happens. They end up getting sloppy. They get too comfortable and something happens and they can't, you know, find their way out of it. So nonetheless, um, yeah, uh, there may be another investigation in the future there, Jay, for the devil's tree, knowing now that there's more victims out there. Sure. <laughs> well, Jay, listen, um, our next one, uh, our next article that I wanted to actually go over was there's actually this footage of the moon. Have you seen this lately, Jay? Uh, it being struck by a rocket. Uh, you sent it to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fucking crazy. Um, I actually want to share it with everybody here. Let me um let me work a little editorial magic here. And let's see what I can do real quick. And so that way you guys, so um the ones that are only listening to uh, us here um on the show, just look up March 4, 2022 moon crash on uh YouTube, and uh, you'll be able to see what the heck we're able to see too. And I'm gonna play this here for everybody. So let's see here. Boom, boom. You see that, Jay? I do. All right, let's play this real quick. (coughs) 
So you'll be seeing something coming from the right-hand side here. You see that white dot. Check this out, Jay. Dude. It's fucking wild, huh? I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, but, again. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Who really knows what it was? Yeah, it's hard to well, tell. They said they already knew what it was, and they, that's why they were able to anticipate it hitting the moon. Um, they already knew it was going to hit the moon. They knew like a week out. It's weird. Like they knew a week out that there was this part from a Chinese rocket that went off fucking kilter or something like that ends up going into like orbit and then starts coming back and they can see it coming back and they're able to predict it a week out and they're like okay it's gonna hit this day <laughs> it's going right for the moon and that's, that's what the result crazy. of what you saw yeah isn't that nuts man yeah all right now see I'm, i didn't know i thought we were coming at the uh what do we think it was do we think it was russia do we think it was aliens i didn't realize we were going i didn't know you knew actually more about it my bad friends no no listen and again that's what the media is telling us we really don't know what's going on. I mean, oh, come on. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry, guys. I'm sorry. He was I said, pull you back. He pull you it. back. He had it. It's some part from a Chinese satellite. It was like a That was thing. a rocket. China, it was a rocket. They told us, see, for a minute, he sounded like he had all of his nuts and bolts. I apologize, guys. I had to put I my tinfoil hat on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Seriously Come on, horrible. man. We know what happened to JFK, man. <laughs> no, listen, it's it's an interesting story, though. I mean, I don't think ever in my lifetime I've ever seen anything like that, something hit the moon like that with such velocity. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think we ever thought we would. No, and it captured so clearly on camera like that, which is amazing, you know? Things like yeah. that would have been not been possible 20, 30, 40 years ago, you know what I mean? It's just a well, and if And if we did, it would have been so grainy and just poor quality, you know? I mean, listen, if you dumb it down enough, Reagan won the Cold War by saying we were going to have laser guns in space. That's true. That's true. And Russia said, I, well, we can't afford that shit. What are you doing? You know what's funny, Jay? I was looking at a, I was uh, watching a documentary and they were um, showing some older footage of like a news thing that they had captured like in the 80s. And it's amazing how bad. I look. I realized how bad the quality of the video quality was in the eighties. I'm like, fuck! It was bad. Like it was grainy. Terrible. It was like not even four twenty something. Like it was less than that. <laughs> it was horrible. It was man. I've never tubes. Seen... Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I mean, but I look back on it. It's like really. I don't remember it being that bad. But I guess no. because when you're growing up and you see the whole progression of it, like we have, you know what I mean. It's hard for us to it, differentiate, you know, but when you haven't seen it in so long, you look back at it, you're like, holy shit, that was horrible. <laughs> go back like, and play some old video games. Well, that too. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I I've love Metal that. Gear Solid. Love Metal Gear Solid. I, if, the, if I had, if somebody said you can only play one video game for the rest of your life, it'd be that Metal one. Metal Gear Solid is the game I'm going to play, period, yeah. and discussion. It never gets tiring for me. Right. That being said. The graphics are I not that great. I played it recently and the gameplay is shit. <laughs> It is. It's not that good. Crap. It is right. terrible. But for its time, though, it was fucking it the was shit. It was the bomb. Yeah, it was. Yeah. My when boy. we saw that, we were like, what great graphics. Like, oh, my God. You could see the facial, like, this on his face. And like, man, come on. <laughs> come on, man. It was creepy. <laughs> yeah, it was good, though. It was good. No but face yeah. in the head moved to, to 
make them. What a great story, though. That's a great story yeah. overall. Yeah. Uh, well, Jay, I want to bring our last story here for tonight. Um, there was a um, eerie human humanoid, excuse me, captured on home security footage in Kentucky. Um, I don't know if you saw this here, Jay. I think I sent that one I to did. you too. Um, but um, yeah, here in Moorhead, Kentucky, uh, there was some security footage here, and it looks pretty damn creepy, man. I want to go ahead and share this here too. And so you see the little creepy looking dude here in the middle? Uh, yes. Yeah, here we go. Let's share this here. Yeah, look at that. It looks like me when I get up on a Sunday morning. After a really good Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of uh, liqueur. You see his face clearly. Bro, I don't know. What is that, man? It's pretty I interesting, mean, huh? You say Kentucky? Kentucky. Moorhead, Kentucky. Yep. I could venture a guess, but I don't think you'll like it. Uh-oh. You think it's a crackhead? The local crackhead? <laughs> Looking for copper? Kentucky. <laughs> William. <laughs> Looking Kentucky. to rip copper out of the fucking AC units? No, no, what? no. It's a meth head in a unisuit, my guy. It's a meth oh, head. Oh, you think so? It's Kentucky. <laughs> they don't they don't do no they don't do it, it's it's meth or nothing. <laughs> he was okay, walking kind of slow for meth. Kind of slow for acid. meth. No. Not it not if you have enough. Not oh, if you sure. have so much <laughs> that you wear a unisuit to be like the flash, and you think that if you move slow enough, you're actually going faster than the speed of light because you're yoked up on meth, my friend. You think it was a unisuit, dude? You think so? Yeah. Oh, let's see it again one more time. <laughs> We gotta see this shit one more time. Hey, I mean, it could be. Let's see. Let's see. Like, yeah, it's humanoid-ish. It yeah. is. It's walking around like its back was thrown out. We've both been there. We're old as fuck. Yeah. This is about to take a poop. That's what I'm saying. Right there, it actually kind of looks like a penis for a half a second. <laughs> Look, there's something hanging from its like beard. Did you see that? Uh, vomit. Uh, it could be. Wow. That's what anyway. I'm like, it's not. <clears throat> I get it. It's fucking weird. If it if, is if weird. That shit was walking in my front yard. I'd be. I'd be. Well, yeah. What would you, What would you do? Like, if you like caught I'd that on your side. <laughs> oh man. Come on, dog. You know exactly what happens. You represent the Boynton's. Yeah, so you no, go right you, outside, and what happens? You look like a walking piece of snot, and you're walking around my front yard. I'm yeah. coming out, homie. We're, yeah, yeah. we're gonna have some. We're gonna have some words, <laughs> I, even if you speak. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Hey, you know what's funny? You were just in Connecticut, and uh, just reminded me of a story. Um, talking about things you see in the dark and, and at night. Um, so. <laughs> Um, my aunt lives like in this apartment complex in Waterbury, Connecticut. Anyways, okay. there was this guy who was like, I don't know, half cracked out, whatever, you know, Puerto Rican dude, just half. I don't know if he was in the war or something, but anyways, every few days, like maybe two, three days. And I'm not shitting you, Jay. This was for real. I thought it was, this was just like some kind of bullshit urban legend or something. This guy would like dress up in a ninja outfit and like run around 
and just like start doing flips and shit and start like parkouring around the whole fucking place basically and i never seen nothing like that in my life you know what i mean i think i was like 16 17 years old Sure. And all of a sudden, it's like nine o'clock at night, and all of a sudden, I see this guy in a ninja outfit just running around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it had to be drug induced. It had to be, but you know, again, hey, listen, things that you see in the dark in apartment complexes, you never know. But yeah, man, that's the third and final story for tonight. Just for uh, tonight, uh, you know, dark fringe news, man. Wanted to uh, go over some crazy shit that's happening around the world here in the United States. And uh, hopefully we did that. So anyways, uh, we're going to get into our next segment here, uh, Jay, which is What the F Florida Man. And this is a segment that Jay takes care of here. And uh, he scours the Internet for hours and hours. And then it looks for uh, the craziest stories that come out of this great state of Florida. So, Jay, what do you have for us tonight for What the F Florida Man? In my hours and hours of scouring, the very first thing that came up. (laughs) Florida man pretend to be Disney World staffer to steal famous character, police say. Wow. So he pretended to be a worker to steal what exactly, Jay? So he was trying to steal the Star Wars R2-D2 statue. That's worth Had to be a nerd. Had to be a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) It was an R2-D2 statue that was worth $10,000, huh? $10,000. Hmm. $10,000 $10,000 R2-D2 statue. Um, that, uh, How far did he get, Jay? Uh, he didn't get far at all. No? So he went in. Basically, what he did was he went in, applied for the Disney World security job. Right. He got the tag, the name okay. tag. Gotcha. He then just put it on his shirt and went and tried to take it. That's it. He didn't even wait, like try to come up with some kind of schemes, case the area, figure out a way to get it out. No, (laughs) he was just like trying to take it. Uh, That thing had to weigh a ton. No, I'm sure. I'm going to guess it wasn't light at all. No, no, Um, no, no, no. It could not have been light. Uh, It does not say it doesn't give you the weight of the particular R2-D2. Right. Uh, you're asking far deeper questions. No, but I mean, you fans. can just surmise that it's just, it shouldn't weigh like light. <laughs> it's got to weigh a no. fucking ton. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not your Disney statue. You know, it's, right. it was when you come out of the Star Wars ride simulator mm-hmm. and you're right. going down to have those, uh, he was trying to take that one. What an idiot. What an idiot. Young I mean, guy, probably less than 25, I guess, right? How old was this guy? Do you know? It didn't. It didn't give his age. It, oh, okay, cool. I, yeah. From the way it read, I actually think he's a bit older. I think he's a little bit closer to like. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So uh, this was a, a a very failed plan from the beginning, Jerry. Uh, he didn't even figure out an escape plan. Didn't take into account maybe the weight of this thing. How he was going to get this thing out of there. Undetected. My guess is his mom was very surprised to see him go by her own cups. Well, now he's got to go back home to the basement, man. Unfortunately. I mean, it is what it is, right? It is what it is, man. It is what it is. Could be worse. Wow. Hey, listen, it could have been a lot worse. You know what I mean? But again, he could have got away with it, right? (laughs) How are the odds of that happening, right? Like a thousand to one? (laughs) Florida, William, you never know. Yeah, that's true. You never know. Where do things have happened? Florida. Not in Florida. Yeah, anything is possible here. You're right. So, uh, well, Jay, thanks for <laughs> that uh, entertaining Star Wars uh, themed "What the F, Florida Man." Jay, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. Uh, tonight, uh, we're going to get into our next segment here, which is the main topic for tonight. We're going to get into 
the alternate universe we're going to be talking about CERN, uh, the Georgia Guidestones, and are we living in a simulation? So uh, we're going to get into all that here in a minute. So please sit tight, hang on. We'll be right back with more Dark Fringe Radio. Since Linda started working, our kids are home alone. We tried hiring a nanny, but she wanted health insurance. Yeah, right. That's when we had to mess the pot. He's great with the kids. This is Lawrence. Tommy has some skin magazines under the bed. And he helps us, too. Would you like your drink, Christian? He's a great conversation piece at our special parties. Please put your car keys in the hat in the front one again. It's like having a personalized alarm clock. I brought you a drink. Ah, it's eight in the morning. I made it a double. Oh, Domestabot. Domestabot. He's three foot high. He only says ten phrases. He's the friend you've always dreamed of. Order Domestabot today. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining us back here at Dark Fringe Radio. Uh, we got a lot to talk about here tonight, Jay. Uh, we're going to be talking about simulation theory. We're going to be talking about the Georgia Guidestones and a lot of other crazy shit that's been going on here. So, um, Jay, last week, the Georgia Guidestones blew up. Yeah. Yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> they blew up, man. And um, so that's this was a, it. yeah, well, some people think it was a good thing. I don't know. There's depends on, you know, who you are. Um, we'll get into the whole conspiracy side of the Georgia Guidestones. But um, the Guidestones were destroyed in a pre-dawn hours of July 6th. Uh, when residents uh, heard the thunderous uh, roar created when someone set off a bomb that shattered one of the 19-foot-high, 28-ton blocks of granite. Uh, the capstone set atop of the mon- monument was also heavily damaged. Uh, teams with the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, Bomb Unit, and the U.S. Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives are investigating the type of explosive that was used, but the GBI agent Jesse Maddox said Friday that the results have not been released. More likely, it's probably dynamite. I don't know what else can fucking shatter granite like that the way that it did. Um, and if you go to our website, darkfringeradio.com, you can actually see the video of the guide cells being blown up. Um, they actually have security um, footage of it. So uh, pretty interesting. You just see a fucking bunch of granite just being exploded into this into the air and in, uh, in the middle of the night. But um Nonetheless, it's uh, known as America's Stonehenge. Uh, it's been there for, you know, 42 years. And, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, are sad about it. And some people are actually happy about it here, Jay. Um, are you familiar with any of the um, <laughs> the conspiratorial, uh, you know, parts of this, the Georgia Guidestones? William, part of what makes this whole dynamic work, uh, <laughs> as you said earlier, because I tend to be a bit <clears throat> novice at some mm. of these things. And I tend to keep that third eye closed and you tend to want to pry it the fuck open. And that in essence mm. is why we do this. Yes. You're absolutely right. Um, so the reason no. why. Oh, so no, yeah, that's a no. So let okay. me enlighten you here, Jay. Um, some of the secrets regarding the uh, Georgia Guidestones. Um, it's perched on the highest point of the country or the County, excuse me, 
the county. Um, it's almost six foot meter high pillars. It has the Ten Commandments placed on it, um, and it's meant to prevent an apocalyptic future. Basically, um, it's repeated in eight living and four dead languages on all the pillars, and the commandments are included to maintain humanity under five hundred million. Uh, in perpetual balance with nature to unite humanity with a new living language um, that will unite all of us. Like a solar clock, notches are marked on the structure to orient the relation to the North Star or to the sun solstices, solstices excuse me, and equinoxes. So uh, the mysterious aspect of the monument is also due to the fact that the creators remain unknown. People really don't know who created this, uh, why it's out there. Um, as do their personal motivations in 1979, a man calling himself Robert Christian uh, commissioned the Elberton Granite Association to build the edifice. And only Wyatt Martin, the president of the Granite City Bank, knows to this day the true identity of Robert Christensen or Christian. So the banker also signed a confidentiality agreement designed to preserve the client's anonymity. Uh, Mr. Martin only reported that this man claimed to be a part of a small group of quote unquote loyal Americans. And so, um, yeah, they don't know who the actual you well, know, person. First off, that means it's <clears throat> anonymity. Anonymity, yes. Excuse me. Thank you, Che. I, I don't think I okay. So when he's renaming, renaming. Look at that. That's what I get for fixing. Whippa! Hey, <laughs> there it is. The dog, there it is. The dog <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't know about that. That's what I get for being a ex day on the ex day on the right there. <laughs> the eats quay. So, <laughs> as I was going to say, yes, uh, you want to remain anonymous when you're doing something like that. Uh, whether it, it's it was built in the 70s. I mean, yeah, 80s, but yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, okay. 80s. It was built in yeah, 80s. not no, no far off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that person's onto something with the whole population control because, you know, we might mm. be running out of some things, alien, water, land, whatever. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, it would be good to certainly keep an eye on that. But what are going to do? Tell people they can't have kids? Sure. Right. So, I get it. Sounds like it, it's on point and Ten Commandments. Of course, you know, nobody insane ever spouts those things off. So, <laughs> obviously, as someone who is super duper sane, I like Thanos. Yeah, that's actually something I wanted to bring up. I mean, uh, it's actually something that makes, you know, as you get older, you kind of start to like, it's weird. Like, if you're a young kid, I think, like, if you're like... 15 20 25 and you see that movie like and you're like oh that's so horrible like why would he do want to do that but then you're like 40 like us <laughs> and you're like actually that's not such a bad idea. <laughs> right it's like you know the world actually might be kind of a better place if we wiped out <laughs> you know what i mean a good little section of people here and there you know but you know and all you know kidding aside of course um you know i understand what you're saying it's 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 kind of weird because when you have a monument like that especially when it's it's religious based, of course. You know, you're talking about the commandments. You know, they have on there, and then keeping the um, the the population to a minimum. Yeah, that's a little bit weird. You know what I mean? And then you, you're going to display it in four dead languages, which, goddamn, I mean, nobody uses Latin anymore. I mean, you know what I mean? Nobody does read Latin. I, it's not a common. Again, again, 
Yeah. I will point out these are all the actions of someone who is clearly well within their faculties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently. I mean, and it's it's crazy because this place for some time has become a place for prayer for some, um, including, sure. yeah, including the singer Yoko Ono. Um, she was actually one of those people who actually went to the Guide Sons and prayed there and um, had a, like a huge reaction to that place. But um, of course, this place has a lot of naysayers and a lot of people that think that this is a very nefarious thing. So in 2008, uh, an inscription that was uh, spray painted, uh, death to the New World Order, was <laughs> basically spray painted on there or painted on there. And um, of course, you know, it, it, of human, course it, beings, human yeah. beings are some wonderful creatures, aren't they? Human beings Listen. are some fantastic, absolutely <laughs> wonderful creatures. Holy shit, people. Even if it is nefarious, even if it is stupid, maybe it's a crazy person. Maybe it was someone trying to fire a cold. Maybe it was just a rich guy playing a really big practical joke that has gone yeah. way too deep because he didn't tell anybody what the punchline was. Just a bunch of people are <laughs> taking it for whatever it is. <laughs> but come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Spray paint yeah. This is why we can't have nice things. That's it's... This is why. Right. Yeah. Well, people take things too seriously sometimes, I think, you know what I mean? And uh, they get worked up about things that it really makes no consequence to their life. It has no effect on their life and that they don't realize that. And unfortunately, it becomes like this downward spiral, spiral for some of these people and they just, you know, get out of control. But um, yeah, so they they did that, they, you know, of course, spray painted through that. And that's, of course, a theory to explain that there is a nefarious, you know, group of people that are getting together and, you know, conspiring against the rest of the world and figuring out how to depopulize the world and, you know, have men not have babies anymore and so on and so forth. But nonetheless, I mean, uh, Alex Jones got involved in this whole thing, too. You know, that crazy nut, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, he said that. The stones are basically out there to say he wants the explain that they want to wipe out humanity and saying that COVID-19 had something to do with only, it as well and tying all that shit together. Right. <laughs> third, right? Yeah, yeah. So again, uh interesting story. Um, they're actually talking about the granite people of the areas getting together and reformulating the structure again. So we'll see if that happens. Um the person that supposedly made this thing also left a note saying that there was going to be a time capsule that was under there buried beneath the uh, structure. There wasn't, they dug about seven feet into the ground until they got into like red clay, I guess, Georgia red clay where you can't go any further. And um, basically that's that day that we didn't find anything down there. So no time capsule, um, nothing nefarious there so far. So, what do you think? They should uh, should they rebuild it there, Jay? What do you think? Well, I, I think, um, in all earnest, all last aside, because some people <laughs> do take that thing very serious and hold it in high regard. Right. Uh, if those people prefer it be rebuilt uh, and they want to go ahead and do what take need be done to get it done, then uh, you know, all all best to them. Uh, I think I would hope that yeah. maybe they could see that there's more. No, again, I don't think it's nefarious. I really do think it's one wealthy, eccentric asshole just being a wealthy, eccentric <laughs> asshole. I really do. Just say, hey, listen, let me do something that just, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, just for shits and giggles. If it had always been there, if it had always been there since like right. the Maybe one thing. Time, yeah. Totally different. Creepy as fuck. Hold the horses. Right. Ours is old. Yeah. Hmm? Right. 
Exactly. I don't know why exactly. I turn. I don't know why I just I spent too much time in the city last week. <laughs> well, interesting story nonetheless, and it kind of ties into what we're going to be talking about here tonight, um, because you know, CERN. They turned on the you know hydrogen collider again, you know, and uh, they did that at the beginning of the uh, the month here. And a lot of people think that uh, we just wiped ourselves out and we're living in an alternate dimension. And that's what we're really going to be talking about here tonight. Are we living in a simulation here, Jay? Is this all a part of a grand map, a grand scheme? Is this are, are we living in a are we living in a computer game right now? Are we living in The Sims? Am I living in The Sims? Am I podcasting right now in a simulation? Are we podcasting right now in a simulation, Jay? Is this all just some computer game? Is this like Grand Theft Auto, but just, you know, more wide scale and not so violent? Well, still violent, but, you know, <clears throat> what do you think? I mean, you have the Hadron Collider go on, right? CERN has yeah. been the center of, like, so much conspiracy. I mean, to sacrificing people there, uh, demonic you know, ties, uh, you know, wanting to, you know, open black holes and alternate universes by using this, uh, you know, piece of equipment, all this stuff. And now they actually, you know, cranked it up again to its highest potential. You know, it's more powerful it's ever been before. And they're actually able to start to, you know, open up more understanding of quantum physics and learning how they actually can send information quantumly, which is pretty interesting. Um, you know, we never thought that was even possible before, but knowing that we could do that now, there's these things called the metaverse, you know, Facebook trying to get the metaverse out there. You know, that's basically a whole nother dimension, really, if you really think about it, even though it's more, you know, still on this plane or a plane of existence, it's kind of like a different dimension, because if you could put on a suit and basically be in a different area and, and see yourself and feel things that, you know, you feel that are real um you know what's the difference of that and actually living you know what i'm saying well i mean you at this point at this point i do i think uh, we're living in the sims do i think we're in, in video games and such no i don't but but friends i am an optimist i see things <laughs> so <clears throat> my feelings on the whole situation i don't think we're living in a simulation yet mm. this uh i i could see where with the hadron cloud coming on you could actually make a statement for it may have done something it sent out something that has changed a lot of things for a lot of people because there's there's more they say the mandela effect right is, now. Is, there's, well they're saying the mandela there's, effect there's, is part of that it might be it might yeah. be that was such a subtle thing in the first place it wouldn't shock me if all of a sudden there were those things that just happened to be real now that weren't <laughs> Right. I, I could see, I could see as crazy as that might sound to my 12 year old self, I could see how you might make an argument for that with all of what we know about quantum physics and such. But I don't mm -hmm. think we're, I don't think we're living in a simulation. This is real. This is reality. The table in front of me, it's an actual table. You are my actual friend. When I slap you in the face tomorrow, it's going to be your actual stupid face. Now, <laughs> that being said, that being said, I could see where very fast with this metaverse. And everybody trying yeah. to escape the reality that maybe has been kickstarted, thanks to certain, yeah. maybe, who knows, it could be. Right, could uh, be. But maybe with people trying to have this mass um, mental and spirit spiritual exodus, this metaverse mm -hmm. is offering a very dangerous, very scary escape. Because 
it would be, it's very easy to say, oh no, this world's kind of burning around us. Let me jump into here and everything just feels nice and happy. And it's the how I, I created it. Because very easily that could turn into when you're looking at artificial intelligence and you're looking at the metaverse, like some guy just spent $120,000 buying property in the metaverse. Right. It's not real. Yeah. It's, there's not actual land. Uh, right. If anything, not that I, I, and I don't know exactly how the whole interwebs and routers and such work. I don't know if there's like <laughs> one computer, there's like one tower that like holds everything for, you know. Well, so Facebook, Facebook is going to be behind it. Yeah. Facebook is behind it. Basically. They're the ones creating the metaverse. So yeah. Uh, and, and that's why and they changed their sense. name to meta. Yeah. And may, yeah. I, yeah, I picked up on their subtle uh, marketing there, buddy. Yeah, yeah, you saw uh, that, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's coming. I mean, some yeah. of the baseball bats in the face. Yeah, yeah. So you have this metaverse coming. You have people actually spending money, actual tangible, you know, tangible uh, capital. Um, when does it become different in the actual world, than the actual living world that we think that we're living in, our reality? If we're actually spending money, that much money already in the in in the metaverse, if we're going to be doing that, there's really not much difference. Really, it's just really saying, "Oh, I'm on this side of the universe or this dimension now," or you know, this. You know, it's just it's weird now. We're, we're going to yeah, we're going to be entering a really weird time here in the next ten to twenty years, especially with all this metaverse stuff that's going on and um, the simulation thing that um, I think that we are actually a part of. I think. I think that a simulation could be even in a in a way to explain it differently. It doesn't have to be a computer system or or a video game, but it could be a design that was made by some type of you know oh, higher well, power, I, power. You know what I mean? I think that's what we're living in. I think well, that's I, that's the simulation. I think that we're in. I think right now. So yes, and. In those terms, you can't deny that we are living in a product that turns us into essentially uh, money farms. We we are a product. We are we're ant farms. Yeah, we don't. We're we are inconsequential. Even the most important of us on the grandest schemes of even what we now know with all these things we're seeing from NASA uh, mm-hmm. are the smallest of scale. I mean, right. Jesus, how little are we? Yes, but at the same time, at the same time, though, Jay, as minuscule as we are as far as beings and as far as the cogs in the universe are concerned, um, the universe and the world that we live in has been designed for us to prosper, really, if you really think about it. All the things that are, all the, everything that's given to us, all the the things, the, you know, fossil fuels, everything that we've learned to use as far as, you know, something that we can use for energy or to use it, you know, to advance our, 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 our civilization that yeah. has, I think is a product of a design. It had to, because it just doesn't end up perfect like that. It, you know, if it was just something just that was thrown together, it would just be a completely clusterfuck. I mean, there would, you know, it would never work. You know what I mean? It, humanity would never prosper. You know, to me, at least in my opinion, I mean, what do you think, Jay? Uh, well, no, see, I think I think we evolved to put ourselves in this position. I mm-hmm. think our natural herd mentality that brought us together and gave us society in the first place, uh, those mm-hmm. things that gave us some of the greatest pieces of humanity, 
um, are also the thing that if we don't monitor, it can very quickly turn against us. So case in point, right? We all have jobs. We all have bills to pay. We have no choice but to take part in some of these things. Now we right. have choices in how we do it. We have choices in how we uh, make those things happen. Right. But those who don't, look what happens to them. I was just in New York City. I don't know how many people I saw who clearly had just pissed and shit themselves while sitting on the stairs. It was a Grand Central Station. I mean, it's a historical piece of property here. We are talking yeah. Yeah. unbelievable monument. And these people right. are just there. And, and, but they don't have any other choice. <laughs> they have nowhere else to go. And who knows what their life story is, what led them there. But my point is, Yes, we are living in a system that is set up that we have to do certain things. We pay these taxes, do these things in these ways. And I do believe there's a lot of government control. And I believe that there's something beyond the government. I don't think the president has as much power as anybody believes he does. I don't Puppet. think, I, yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot. I don't think we know a lot of what happened. I mm-hmm. guarantee that there's more going on that we, you can't even begin to scratch the surface of how deep the bullshit and lies go. And it crosses mm-hmm. so many things. But yeah, that's I'm with you on that one. Explain it like that in re- reality terms as we are living in a program in which we don't have a choice. It's plug and play and you kind of little moments of personality. But for the most part, it's robot through life. Yeah, it is. It really I'm is. With you. I'm with yeah. you on that one. But if you tell me yeah. if you tell me that one day someone's going to pull a fucking plug out of the back of my, this, you know, face of my <laughs> skull ma- and I'll be able to do Kung Fu. I'm gonna tell you, you can suck my dick. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube, fam. I love this. I love this uh, self-editing right there. But uh, yeah, no, I get it, brother. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's strange. You know, when you start, to, you get older, you start thinking about these things more and more. You know, because I think um, uh, your humanity and your 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 your, you know, your, your death is looming, you know, not too much further down as you get, you know, towards your forties, you know, you're like halfway there, you think about it. So Ooh, you start about a happy <laughs> episode. Guys. Oh, it is, it is, it is. But um, it's, it's crazy to think that there's things that we're doing now though, Jay, in our technology wise, that is ascending humankind to a different level. It's not, we're not talking about, oh, we got some cell phones now. Oh, great. We got some apps. Great. Um, you know, this is different. Um, we're, we're talking be... interstellar travel. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking yeah. Star Trek shit. Yeah. Yeah. But we yeah. have to be careful, William. We have to be careful. Because as silly as this is going to sound, I'd rather have Star Trek than Wally. <laughs> well, listen, I think we all would rather have that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but again, I, I think we're I think we're on our way to Wally. Unfortunately, yes, because I think there's a lot of people that um, you know greed is involved when it comes to these things, and of course, money's always involved. And how to make money and how to perpetuate each other's greed is uh, always the the catalyst of things that every fucking bad thing that's ever happened in the history of the world. <laughs> you know, uh, besides that and religion, but yeah. Um, <sighs> Again, you tend to be hand in hand, right? It it really does tend to be hand in hand. It really does. But again, yeah, I you don't know, talking know why I said that's so weird. No, no, it it it, it, it should be said that way, and because it, it's a weird thing. Also, you know, now that technology is advanced, we're able to supposedly or going to be able to supposedly uh, uh, download our consciousness. 
and it harbor an AI type of sentient being. Now, I'm sure you heard this or not, but Google has like an AI thing that actually has become sentient. Have you heard about this here, Jay? Yeah, yes, I have. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for Skynet, dude. That's yeah. If I had so, to put my money on it, it's Skynet. That's what's happening. That's, that's what's gonna happen. Skynet. <laughs> it's gonna be some version of that, right? Yeah. Um, hopefully not. Minus um, but, minus the time traveling portion that comes back to save humanity. I believe that yeah. That's my, that's my personal so what do you think happens here, Jay? So uh, eventually we're going to be able to download our consciousness into some type of program. Um, Jay, you and I, we're going to turn 60 in 20 something years. And by then they're going to be, there's going to be a company that's going to be out there. That's going to say, Hey, you're going to come in and we're going to be able to scan your brain, <laughs> take some of your DNA, and we're going to code an AI sentient being of you. And you're going to basically be able to live forever in this AI world or maybe a metaverse or some type of version of a metaverse where your loved ones, your live, live living loved ones can actually go back and talk to you. What do you think about that? What we're talking about is manufacturing consciousness. <clears throat> yes. Do you realize just how deep that shit is? forget is it but is think about it listen if they if they were to observe you jay let's just say for a year one year one year one year year. and they observe everything that you do and say and react to think about that so all the good news and all the bad news that you get throughout the year as middle you know as minuscule and as as monumental as they may be in between your reactions and they learn from that Mm-hmm. And because they've learned from that, they're able to mimic the same thing. <laughs> so downloaded consciousness, it's, Jay will do still give me the middle finger when I say hi to him. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. You don't think that's possible? No, I I, you can is. totally, you can totally make a robot that every time it sees you will flip you off. I, I believe we have that technology. But no, I don't think that you can actually download someone's sentient, someone's being, someone's essence, the thing yeah. that makes us who we are, the thing that is why I do the stupid shit I do. You're just talking yeah. about it. Is because <laughs> whatever whatever it is at that in at that one moment of spark that creates whatever it is that makes us who we are, I don't think you can duplicate it. I don't think we can manufacture it. Yeah, I you can download at some point they'll be able to read all the parts of the brain and they'll be able to download all that shit and and I'm sure that they'll be able to make some unbelievable things that are AI digital synthetic. I mean it's not real, it's not it's not you, it's not mm. what was intended, it's not natural, it's it's a memory card. It is, it's a memory card, a PlayStation, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's now, it's it's it. Go ahead. Now, I, would I do would I do something like that? Sure, my my family's grieving process was easier. Absolutely. Do I wish there was something like that so I could go back and ask my dad questions and maybe get maybe get something close to what happened? Absolutely, hundred and ten percent. But do I think that would make it so they were living forever? Not a chance. Mm. 
Interesting. Interesting. I can see the benefit in that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can see the benefit in that. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a really interesting question. If, you know, if they're able to actually do that, of course, it's not going to be your true hundred percent self, but if they're able to do that and actually get it down pretty goddamn good, Jay, you know what I mean? <clears throat> I, I mean, for healing purposes alone, right. You know, process of grieving, helping ease that sense of miss, you know, yeah. I ask my dad yeah. every single day. I know you do. Day. I know you do. All the time. Yeah. I have so many questions. I would love to ask that man. Uh, you have no idea. But if this was something that was had been offered and they said we could do this and, and give you something that went, you know, you go and you can have a conversation with it. It'll give you some, you know, you can have a conversation or it just tells you a story or anything like that. I would be mm -hmm. on board. And I, I, if that was something that my children would want and it was available, I would absolutely do that. I can see tremendous upside yeah i can see that too i can see that too um you know it's interesting to think that um you know all that would even be possible but it's even more you know crazy to think that that one day jay that you know there's going to be more than you know just regular options for you know people that are you know in that process you know going through you know, that whole grieving process and losing a loved one. And, you know, maybe that'll be something in the future that's going to be available. Who knows? You know, that uh, may be a good healing thing for some people, which, uh, you know, I can see the benefit of. Um, also, another thing that I've always wondered, you know, how about if we are the AI that's become sentient? How about if we were the AI at one point, we were the caveman? That's just, let's just say it was a rudimentary version of AI of that time, the caveman, and we gained consciousness. We were able to have feelings. Maybe we didn't have feelings. Maybe it was just so caveman-ish. We didn't have, we didn't know how to process those things. We didn't even have those things to even understand it. Like the, even the concept of having feelings was not even, it was a far gone thing. It, it didn't even enter our mind maybe back then. Do you think maybe we are the AI that's gained consciousness? And that's why maybe why we like to also simulate other things while we play video games and want to be in the metaverse and do things like that. <laughs> I mean, think about it. We love that stuff, right? Everybody loves playing video games or most people to some extent and, you know, or, you know, doing things that, you know, are, we all have you know, our virtually we, right yeah we well listen we all have our things we like to kick back and it, it i play video games we we all have our things that it's it's an extra thing to hate help take you out of reality it's right. something to help you detach from what you know is real and not fake mm. and that is and that right there is kind of the whole crux of the pretty much the entire conversation we're kind of, we kind of had tonight mm -hmm. video games are great uh and it's been something we've talked about the evolution of them uh, and i think our generation had the sweet spot but i might also be biased because we had the very beginning mm -hmm. of video games but we still get to play all these great ones like i was playing uncharted earlier even even yeah. the earlier ones really good graphics it's mm -hmm. unbelievable a lot of great yeah. fun but it's not real mm -hmm. and it helped me unwind from my day right. so it, you kind of that's where it has to kind of we have to edge it i don't think you can say that we were once 
not we were just cavemen ooh, ooh, and we became sentient. We were cavemen and we evolved into what we are. Now, a really interesting conversation is where exactly do we come in? Because if I was to put on a tinfoil hat, not that I am, by the by, but mm-hmm. if I was, mm-hmm. if I was put on a tinfoil hat, I would actually say we were aliens. And now the fact that we're traveling back to Mars is actually us going back to finding why we fucking left in the first place. Yep, that might be good. I mean, that might be a very plausible explanation. And um, yeah, a lot of people have thought that. There's a lot of theories that say that. There's a lot of theories that say that we're a product of aliens uh, as far as they were. we were created by them and we were dropped off by them here. And they stay around and watch us and stay around in the, you know, the outskirts watching us and make sure we don't blow ourselves up like we did in Mars, supposedly. Maybe. Well, we're going to fuck that up, ain't we? <laughs> <laughs> Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> there you go, our alien yeah, masters. Yeah. You can't there keep you us go. from blowing yeah. ourselves up. <laughs> yeah, the, the Palladians and Arcadians and all those people, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, again, a, a hell of a concept here, Jay, talking about this. And, you know, uh, we're going to eventually find out more as time progresses, as, as science progresses, as we're able to answer more questions here in the future. Um, it's exciting times. I, you know, I really do believe that, and especially in our generation, we've seen so much, you know, change in technology, um, just exponential change uh, in the years. Um, I think more than any other uh, generation ever. So, again, uh, it's just more to come. Obviously, we're going to see what this whole metaverse is going to bring, and um, you know, we're going to get into more of that in the future. We're going to do another episode. We're going to get an author of a book that's uh, written a book about the metaverse, and you know. Maybe get some more clarity on how this all works out and how this is all going to play out in the future. So again, a lot of questions is, are we living in a simulation? Maybe. Who knows? Um, You know, time will tell, hopefully, and we'll figure it all out. But again, Jay, thanks so much for um, joining me on this episode of Dark Fringe Radio. Again, I wanted to uh, remind you guys how you can listen to podcasts. Make sure you go to our website, darkfringeradio.com. Go there directly. You can see all our episodes and uh, check out the website. And of course, social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Dark Fringe Radio, and also our YouTube at Dark Fringe Radio. So make sure you like and subscribe, all that stuff. And um, again, Jay, thanks so much. Um, anything else for the outro before we leave? Uh, you know, speaking of all that we've spoken of, and that's a real deep conversation we've had. Yeah. Uh, remember, yeah. life is short. You're never going to get out alive. So enjoy it while you can. Take advantage of the moments while you can. Obviously. Yep knowing that you still have to go to work tomorrow, but just enjoy life. Enjoy those little moments. Be nice to people. If you have the opportunity, give them an opportunity. Don't be a dick. (laughs) There you go. That's it. Don't be a dick. Uh, Jay says, don't be a dick. So don't, don't Don't be a dick. dick. Yeah. No hair. Don't be a dick. Inside joke. Um, Only me and Jay know about that. But anyways, (laughs) thanks so much, you guys, for joining us on another episode of Dark Fringe Radio. And we'll see you guys again next week.